Greetings from the Mess Hall Podcast. Let's get ready for a cookie adventure ahead of us. Let's get some food, and then we'll see if we have similar tastes or disagree. It's the Mess Hall Podcast with Avery and Lena. So, like I said in her intro, we have cookies. More specifically, we have Vortman cookies, a whole plethora pile of Vortman cookies. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, they are sort of the wafer type cookies that you get, but we have more than just wafers. Lena, why don't you tell us a little bit about Vortmans and what they do? In 1951, brothers William and Harry Vortman opened Vortman Cookies in Hamilton, Ontario. It's now called Vortman Bakery, but there's no mention when it changed to that. And it was bought by Hostess, actually, at the end of last year. Huh. Um, I've been seeing a spike of different kinds. I don't know if I just didn't, if I just noticed that or if it has something to do with it, but... Yeah, so we are starting with, they're known for their wafer cookies, but we're starting with a turnover. I used to have these as a child. I don't know if you did. My parents no. always bought them. Different flavors. We have, we have maple. And just as a side note, July 5th is turnover day. Ooh, maybe we should have did this more towards July 5th. But I think we have mm. a different podcast coming up for that week specifically. So, So let's give it a go. All right, what did you think, Eve? I thought it was a little bit dry but moist at the same time, which was weird. But the maple, like little maple, center? yeah, center was really good. I enjoyed that. It was a nice cookie overall. Yeah, really good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I've had these, not the maple, but fruit kinds. I really enjoy the coconut in in the in the turnover part. It's like a lasting after flavor for me or after feel. I feel oh, okay, the coconut yeah. more than more yeah. than I taste it, but yeah, I really liked the maple. Yeah, there it was is good. Ma- actual maple in there. Yeah. So, but before we go any further, the Mess Hall Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. And this episode of the Mess Hall Podcast is brought to you by World on Fire, a new podcast from CBC Edmonton. World on Fire is a new five-part series that takes you to the front lines of out-of-control wildfires in Canada, Australia, and California. Here's a preview. Some people say the end is near. Some say that it's already here. Holy When your backyard is burning, is anywhere safe? I'm Adrian Lamb, and I'm hosting a new podcast called World on Fire. Along with wildfire expert Mike Flanagan, we're taking you to the front lines of fires burning out of control in North America, Australia, even the Arctic. We'll meet the reporters who are covering these devastating stories and hear from the people who, despite terrible loss, rebuild again and again. This goes on, and like when I grow up, maybe that this is going to be even worse, and I might actually be in a situation where there's a wildfire around me. We'll tell you what the future holds and take you inside the latest tools and technology providing hope. That's World on Fire, a five part original podcast from CBC Edmonton. Available on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Find World on Fire on the CBC Listen app or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find it online at cbc.ca slash worldonfire. So, we're on fire on these cookies. What are we getting into next on the wafer situation? So, we're going to wafers, which are their most well-known cookie, I'd say. They're little, like, Finger wafer cookies that are that have cream sandwiched in between layers of the wafers. They didn't actually invent them. I thought they did. But do you remember the pink ones? You yes, must have had the pink yes. ones. I guess there's a company in the UK. I couldn't find when they started making their pink wafers that were filled. <laughs> um, but they were around since the 1860s. They're called Crawford's Biscuits. and But also there is a, the Neapolitan Biscuit has been around since 1898 in Austria by a company named Manor, which is basically chocolate cream sandwich between the wafers. Okay. Now the very first cookie was a wafer cookie, the Pizelle of Italy. I don't know if you've ever seen them. They're round and they're kind of like a waffle. And they have like a de- like a waffle kind of design on top. No. Oh well. I thought you anyway. were going to ask me if I ever heard of Italy. <laughs> no, they were they were first eaten to celebrate the festival of snakes, which is when the village of Abruzzo chased all the so- snakes away, and then they celebrated with bazels. Are you sure that's not like chasing snakes off of a plane? Ireland? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so these wafers again, they, they wafers always have that waffle texture yeah. on top. Sometimes yeah. it could be the name of a company, sometimes just a waffle company. So, we are starting again with maple with a with the maple cream. Yeah. Is it called maple cream? Oh shit. Don't worry. It's only, it's only expensive port. Well, let's give these a try. Yeah, so let's give these maple creams a try. <laughs> Like nothing ridiculous happened. I think I should try about six or seven more of those. Make sure they're good. <laughs> <laughs> but I did enjoy it. It was good. It's good, but the maple was a different. It was a lot less, like more understated, less understated than the maple turnover. Yes, but when when I think maple cookies, I also think of those like maple leaf um yeah, shaped cookies, cookies yeah. yeah. So a lot less maple, but a lot softer and really nice. I I thought it was really good. Like almost crunchy, like almost yeah. like it was made with maple sugar as opposed to maple syrup, if that yeah, makes sense. Maybe, and just maybe. light and fluffy. And they do go really well with tea if you're a dipper. I mean, <laughs> I don't know about the maple ones, but this type of cookie I've had. And now we have a coconut cream. Again, understated, like a nice light cookie. With just an understatement of the flavor. Understatement? Yeah. That's not the word I want to go with. But just I thought like it kind of light... got lost. Did I, you? Yeah. I disagree. It wasn't bad. It just wasn't... I was hoping for just more coconutty flavor, so... I kind of liked it. It wasn't in your face. Oh. But... Oh, in your um, face. Maybe what they need is a fudge coating. Because we have <laughs> a peanut butter filled with a fudge coat coating next to try so maybe yeah. that's maybe we just need to kick it up a notch that was peanut buttery that was good that it was, was very peanut buttery and the fudge came in around the end yep but yeah started off with that nice peanut butter flavor fudge at the end it was really good i enjoyed it it was almost like they just used straight peanut butter in there yeah it was good and uh, and that soft wafer 
melded perfectly in there. So yeah, I think that was a really good cookie. It's a warm June day here, but I think keeping them in the fridge will Ooh, intensify yeah, it a bit. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's been a lot of sugar so far. Yeah, so the, we're switching gears. Still Vortman's Bakery, but we are going to no sugar at it. They are known for these products. Depending on the type, it, they are made with sorbitol and aspartame <laughs> in the wafers. Or um, the chocolate chip cookies we have are malitol and Assessomate. Yeah, they do have a hole in the middle. Um, Assessomate. I'm not sure I'm saying that right. Anyway, I looked into the history of sugar-free like substitutes, and okay. it's slightly ridiculous. You won't see it for a while, but in 1897, the first substitute um, discovered was saccar- saccharin. It was discovered when a scientist who was working with coal tar licked his fingers and they were sweet, so he developed saccharin. <laughs> it was controversial. It was actually banned in 1912, even though, and it was in a lot of products, but it was banned. But during World War One, with sugar rationing, they reversed that decision and then it wasn't banned again. Yeah, so it's a coal tar derivative. Yum. <laughs> then... In 1937, cyclamate was discovered, which is like sweet and low. It's in diapepsi. Oh. Because there was a scientist who was working on a fever reducer drug, and he ended up licking his fingers, and they were sweet, and they developed cyclamate. Now, when I skip ahead to 1965, to aspartame's discovery. Here they were working on an ulcer drug, <laughs> and the scientist, I kid you not, this is in the saver... Um, website is where I got this. He licked his fingers while working on this ultra drugs. It was sweet. <laughs> Very sweet. Ta-da! Aspartame. Now this... So what you're saying is scientists are licking their fingers a lot. Earlier. Maybe not now that we know more about germs and stuff. That's no. Uh, I wonder if this is sweet and give her like, the fingers a lick. There was one guy who didn't necessarily lick it, but like flicked tobacco off his lip and noticed the sweetness on his So they're chewing tobacco <laughs> in. I- I'm hoping when they're working on some COVID kind of vaccine that they're not chewing tobacco, they're not licking their fingers. Or... Well, and I don't know if that's ridiculous or if this... Mistake is ridiculous. <laughs> in 1976, sucralose was discovered. Scientists were bending sucrose with chlorine. Yes, chlorine. And I don't know what they were trying to discover. But the one of the researchers asked the other to test it. And he thought he said, taste it. And he tasted it. And it was sweet. And he didn't <laughs> die. And ta-da, sucralose. <laughs> and I didn't know sugar-free had that... Finger-licking good quality? <laughs> that fun history. <laughs> um, I listened to a podcast recently on diabetes and the discovery of diabetes. Um, I don't know if I can say other podcasts, but it's... Yeah, why not? Uh, things You Missed in History class, and that was pretty exciting, but they didn't go into sugar-free stuff. I, I listened to part one. I didn't get to part two yet, but they could do a whole episode on, <laughs> on that. Like I just did some of that. So let's see. Let's go. We're going to try. We're going to take a little wafer break and go with the chocolate chip cookie. That is dry. It's not good, but I don't believe it's because it's no sugar added. I believe that their sugar one 
cookie and I chocolate chip cookie is one of those dry hard chocolate chip cookie packaged chocolate chip cookies. When it doesn't have a weird aftertaste or anything, which sometimes sugar free does. No, you're right about that. There is no weird aftertaste, but uh, I think it's just the actual product of the cookie. Yeah, I did not enjoy the chocolate chip sugar free cookie. So we're moving on to chocolate, just chocolate wafer. Back to wafers with Wartman's. So no sugar added chocolate wafer. You know, unlike the other two, the coconut and the maple, which was understated, the chocolate isn't. It's in your face. But after that peanut butter with the fudge, it was a disappointment. Yeah. If we had that before the peanut butter one, it would have been better. But again, no weird aftertaste. You can't, can't yeah, tell you it's no right. sugar added. Yeah. And often you can. Yeah. Now strawberry. There are so many of these. I've seen mango. <laughs> I've seen... Like, well, I've seen other flavors when I was picking these up. I just had to stop. Yeah, we have to cut it off at some point. And I should say none of the actual wafers are pink. Like what what I grew up on, this cream is pink, but none of the actual wafers. <laughs> that one has a bit of a weird aftertaste. Like the other two sugar-free did See, I didn't find it. I thought it was a nice strawberry flavor. I didn't get that weird aftertaste. I got a bit of one. But the but, next one that we're trying is the one I've been looking forward to most. I like lemon yeah. stuff, so I, I really have been looking forward towards this lemon wafer cookie. So, um, And just as you're talking and I'm savoring the strawberry, it's nice. It reminds me of those chocolate strawberry shortcake ice cream bars, that strawberry flavor. Okay. And they use real ingredients in their cookies from what I've read. And I love lemon as well. I like lemon... Desserts generally more than chocolate. Does this go well with a quarter of a glass of port? <laughs> I wish I had a full glass. <laughs> I could have poured you more. So the reason why I have a quarter of a glass of port is because <laughs> Lena spilled it all over me, all over my equipment or our equipment. For anyone who knows Avery, they know he lies a lot and he is very clumsy. So he spilled it <laughs> yeah. all over the equipment. Yeah, sure I did. That lemon was nice. At first, I could just taste... That one, I could taste the wafer itself Yeah. at first. And I thought, oh, I can't taste the lemon. But the second bite, it, yeah, it came was, through. It was really nice. It it had a longer-lasting lemon flavor compared to the other ones. Yeah. Because it was the only lemon one. <laughs> yeah, I was going to kind of crack <laughs> something like that. But it had a longer flavor. A longer yeah. flavor profile than any of the other ones. Because... The flavor lasted in the mouth, so it was really nice. I enjoyed the lemony freshness to it. I think yeah. that would be really good, like sprinkled on top of just some plain vanilla ice cream yeah. would be really nice. Yeah, or yeah. maybe like a lemon wafer blizzard. Portman's mm. and Dairy Queen could team up. I don't think you should be drinking anymore <laughs> on the podcast. That's the third time you've hit that wine glass off of something tonight. <laughs> It would make sense if this wasn't my first glass of wine, <laughs> but it was. it's my only glass of wine. <laughs> so before we go any further, we tried a lot yeah. of cookies, but Lena's is going to bring you an ad from one of her sponsors here. With Pod Power, <laughs> ATB is making it possible for us to amplify the voices of Albertans and Alberta podcasters. This episode, we're giving a Pod Power shout out to Alberta Queer Calendar Project. The Alberta Queer Calendar Project features monthly podcast dramas by queer Albertan writers throughout 2020. 
Episodes are released monthly and are free to access anywhere you get your podcasts. Listen and learn more about the Alberta Queer Calendar presented by Cardiac Theatre in partnership with What It Is. What it is productions at queercalendar.ca. That's queercalendar.ca. We, pl- we we rushed through that. We plowed through those pretty quick. I don't think there wasn't. Usually we have a lot of history on a lot of different items, but with only one company. Yeah, who's and I do find I find less information on Canadian companies than. American. Yeah. But I would like to visit their, their store because I saw some pictures of it and it looked kind of cool because you can just, I think, judging by the pictures, I think you can just pick out what cookie you would want and you wouldn't have to buy a whole pack. Oh. So maybe I'm wrong on that, but if somebody from Vortman's or somebody that has gone to the store wants to reach out and tell us what it's more about, let us know because I'm kind of curious now because if it was that way, I'd just like pick one of every one and try them on the podcast yeah. as well. So, and now they're based out of Burlington, Ontario. I don't yeah. know when they moved. Again, sometimes research is spotty. It, it seems Canadian companies as opposed to British <laughs> or UK, and I'm not talking about like, of course, like Nestle or maybe the next Canadian company that we should do with packaged food should be Chapman's with ice cream cream. coming up summer coming up. I mean, yeah, with ice cream (laughs) coming up. Yeah. I do really enjoy, we've had some Chapman things. I think we had Chapman's pistachio. Oh yeah. The bars. Yes. They were good. Yeah. I mean, I enjoy supporting Canadian. Yeah. I'm, I've had a lot of cookies. (laughs) You seem defeated. I'm just trying to think back because I know you're going to ask me some follow-up questions and I'm trying to think. Well, well I'll, I'll turn it around. What surprised you this week, Gabe? I think the peanut butter ones were really good. The fudge covered the peanut butter inside. It was a really good peanut butter inside. So that made it really nice cookie. The wafer was well blended in with the cookie as well. It was like soft but had a little bit of crunch and... The fudge cover was really good on it too. Like I'm looking forward to have a couple more of those tomorrow. I mean, <laughs> how would you compare that to a Kit Kat, also made with a wafer? I think they're both different. I would much rather this, eating it wise, than a Kit Kat because of the peanut butter flavor. Now Kit Kat's fun because you get to break it in half. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. So I don't know if they have a peanut butter. I Kit can't Kat. think of one, and that's surprising. I've yeah. had dozens. <laughs> um, yeah, and the dark chocolate was really nice with the yeah. peanut butter. Um, just not too sweet. Yeah, sometimes peanut butter things can be too sweet, but they yep. really let the peanut butter shine through. Yeah, I was really disappointed by the chocolate chip, and I believe I've had those as a kid, and I, they're just a dry. Yeah, yeah, they were. Disappointing chocolate chip packaged chocolate chip cookies yeah now wafers what was your favorite uh the peanut butter covered i mean it, just the plain <laughs> wafers i'd say the lemon like i said the, that lemon flavor stayed in the mouth a little bit longer and it was almost refreshing yeah, yeah. not that the other ones were heavy or anything but this one just seemed lighter and nicer i want to eat make a sandwich i guess it's not a sandwich because it's only two but mix have a layer of the strawberry and a layer of the lemon. If we could only do that right now. 
coconut might go well too, but I think actually the coconut would get lost with the lemon because the coconut was barely there. I guess we could have it with a chocolate, but I'm not a big lemon and chocolate mixer. That's just too too much. Oh, you're actually cutting it to make a sandwich. You're like cutting it. Yeah, I'm putting my knife, my chefing knife skills to work. Is chefing a word? It is now since I said it. I think the lemon flavor comes out a little bit more than the strawberry flavor, but it started out with strawberry and then ended on lemon. I have a question for you. Was your lemon on the top or the bottom when you ate it? I was thinking about this and I don't know. It was on the top because I, it must have been because I tried it with the strawberry on top. Then I tried a piece with the lemon on top and I couldn't taste the lemon when the strawberry was on top. Interesting. So, yeah. I just, I didn't shove the whole thing in my mouth like an animal. I didn't even spill wine on it. <laughs> no, but it was still good. I enjoyed it. Um, it was a good combination. I know you're not a dipper for tea, but they'd be nice dipped. No, I, I couldn't do it. Tea, Yeah. Um, more than coffee, I think, because, I don't know, coffee coffee's such a stronger flavor of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have lots of cookies now to get rid of. If anybody wants of. some cookies, come <laughs> and see us. <laughs> that was short and sweet. That was a good... Yeah. So, make sure you tune in Monday coming up. Uh, we just opened up another mystery box, so we're going to be reviewing that from... Uh, candy store in Kensington here in Calgary, but yeah, and we just finished open finishing off reviewing our last candy box from Yummy Co on yep. Monday. So next Monday coming up, and what do we got on uh, the plate for next Monday or next Wednesday? I think that's Canada Day. So no way. <laughs> yes way. I don't know. Yeah, I I have no idea what we're going to do either. It's so easy just to do maple, but that's so cliche with Canada. There's much more food that's Canadian than just maple. But I think we got that coming up. We have a whole bunch of different pops coming up, some really cool, weird flavors. And I think we might try to fit in some Hot Pockets somewhere. Yeah, I was going to say. Yep. So... Exciting stuff. Um, we're still, I mean, we're still social distancing, so guests are r- rarer to come by. Yeah, um, we're working on some guests. I think I got a zooming and I I, ha- I contacted somebody. I think it'll be a pretty cool guest who I have coming on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I look forward to that. I don't want to say who it is right now, just in case stuff still falls happens. through or. When it happens, so we're working on some yeah. fun I'm working guests. on someone who's a little shy about it or a little <laughs> yeah. iffy, so I'm trying to talk her into it or them into it. So, yeah, yeah. if you want to be a guest, contact us. Yeah, we'll zoom you on over. <laughs> that Zoomy, was horrible. Zoom, zoom. <laughs> um, hey, so make sure you check us out on all social media. We talk about it all the time. So see you guys later.